0: Boilermakers with a big rivalry game against Indiana on Wednesday before they traveled out to take on Western Kentucky this weekend. Kyle Charters here with Ben Turner and the star of the show, the head coach of the Boilermakers, Greg Goff here on this weekend, Purdue Baseball. Uh, Greg, a a tough weekend up there in Minneapolis, uh, losing three games. But man, there has to be uh, a lot, I think, that you take away positive from those games namely uh, the starting pitching it was right it was pretty solid in, in those
1: three contests no doubt Kyle I thought our starting pitching was outstanding um, our defense again was outstanding um, you know we matched up with some some ACC frontline guys and, and on Friday and Saturday I thought that um, you know we just didn't do enough offensively but then you know we come back on Sunday and face a really good arm at, from North Carolina and And really had that game you know in our hand and kind of let that thing slip away so but you know for me just the opportunity to go up there and compete in a regional type setting was was outstanding for our players yeah three ranked
0: opponents NC State uh, Duke and uh,
1: UNC I thought your
0: message to the team after the game about you know turning the page and you know that you believed in the guys thought it was going to be a good team in a good season I think that was a good thing to do at that point because really the first two weekends
1: And in a lot of ways, this last weekend, you guys played well. No doubt. You know, and that's the thing. you got to keep things in perspective. You know, seven days ago, we uh, won the Campbell Invitational Tournament and feeling real good about ourselves at 6-1. So um, I thought this weekend was huge for us and just the transition of an opportunity to play a high-level team in a high-level environment. Um, I was so pleased with our guys and how they responded on Sunday. I mean, that was an early morning for us. (laughs) Um, And, uh, you know, after facing a really good arm on Saturday, I just – I was just, I just, I love our team. I love our guys. And, and, you know, you got to keep those in perspective. And, you know, every Monday we kind of, you know, kind of restart things and and have an 0 0 record. So that's kind of how we look at things.
2: Did you see similar elements in how the starting pitchers performed because Trent Johnson, Corey Brooks, and Jet Jackson all pitched very well and gave you a chance to win every game?
1: No doubt, man. I mean, I thought they, you know, and and that's what we have to have. And that's why I feel so good about this team is that, you know, you look at our numbers and, and our. You know, our starting pitching has gotten so much better from the first weekend. Um, even our bullpen and stuff has gotten better. So if you can pitch and play defense on a daily basis you got a chance to win every game and so offensively we're gonna be just fine we got a couple guys that have uh, kinda of got off to a, a slow start but once those guys get kicked in I, I feel real good about where we are
2: yeah well, Skyler finds a way is the way I would put it from this past
1: weekend <laughs> five for twelve against some
2: elite pitching switch hitting getting hits from both sides of the plate cool yeah. to see him open three consecutive games with a hit like that I mean he just he never ceases to amaze
1: it's amazing I tell you what he's in a good you know for me I think he's just in a great position where he is mentally um, just not trying to do too much just leading our team you know just you know taking what the pitcher gives you using the back side of the field um, you know I just I love what he brings to the table on a daily basis and you know again you can't put a price tag on that experience he's been here for four years he started most every game and um you know you can just tell that that confidence that he exudes every day i thought
0: it was a great moment too between two competitors and maybe the unc game turns out a little bit differently uh, dylan harris <laughs> makes well, i mean one of the the more unbelievable yes. catches that i have ever seen yes and skyler who might have had an inside the park home run you yeah. know if the center fielder for the uh, tar heels misses that ball but skyler sort of gives him a tip of the cap uh, on the yeah. way back in i thought it was you know, a good moment between two guys and then, you know, two teams that have a lot of respect for each other. No
1: doubt. You know, I, I, that was the biggest thing. You know, uh, a lot of great compliments with our players, uh, our team, and how they handled themselves up there. And only great things are coming, Kyle. I tell you what, I'm so excited about this team and where we're going. And uh, I just love going to work with them every day.
2: Yeah. Tough draw, and the fact that you had to face two aces over the first two days of the weekend. <laughs> North Carolina State pitching backwards. Like I don't that. think he wants
0: you to bring that up again.
2: <laughs> I mean, you got to tip your cap to a lefty going out there and just racking up the strikeouts like that. Did you almost feel like because Skyler got the game opening hit that it maybe took a little pressure off Swinney on Saturday that he wasn't chasing a no hitter at that point?
1: Well, I just, you know, I just, you know, when you face a good arm like that, I mean, I, I'll be honest with you, we lit off with a double. I'm thinking, okay, here we go. We're going to put a few up here. Um, and that was the last hit of the game, I think. So, you know, whenever you face good arms like that, Ben, I just, you know you got to make some adjustments you got to do some things to create some offense and you know some days you just face some dudes that have really good stuff and boy they're on yeah (laughs) and if you watch how he played catch him and the catcher was basically playing catch he put it where he wanted to and uh, there wasn't much we could do about it.
2: That's a battery for North Carolina State that we wouldn't be surprised four or five years from now both those guys are on big league rosters. Oh there's no
1: doubt those guys are big leaguers Um, you know I mean North Carolina I mean, NC State, North Carolina, do all those guys. And you're talking about the top 15 programs that have did exceptional things in a, in a really good conference. So, again, I told our guys on Sunday, as you heard, you know, just let's build from this thing. Let's get better and learn from our mistakes and, and uh, start this week off on a positive note.
0: Bo Hoster had been really good for you through the f- first couple of weekends I would imagine after a rough uh, go on Sunday he'll get back on it oh, yeah. again rather soon but if there's one thing that, that you guys need probably it's you know for that middle relief to to step up yep. a little bit right
1: and, yes. and you'll look for that uh, hopefully this weekend That's right you know it, it, you know in our coaches meeting yesterday we talked about you know if we could have eliminated just uh, a two innings yeah. you know those those scores it's two nothing it's you know one nothing mm-hmm. and so you know we we're still trying to identify you know kind of who those who those guys are going to be that can kind of come in and wiggle out of that inning and instead of giving up two or three runs yeah. maybe just one run kyle yeah midweek play opens uh
2: tomorrow a uh, wednesday of this week uh, in bloomington an early midweek game third year in a row that we're playing indiana the rival uh non-conference midweek yeah. tell me how that came to be uh, that kind of started under coach was
1: yeah you know you know mark um kind of worked that out uh, when he got here and i think you know to my first year here is when they came here and we did a midweek game, and, and I thought it was one of the most electric crowds that we had all year. It was on national TV. And so, you know, um, I reached out this summer to, to coach and just said, hey, you know, we, let's try to continue to, to do that. I think it's great for our state. I think it's great for both programs being. And, and so, you know, we were forced enough to, to lock in this year and even next year. So uh, it's a great opportunity of, of you know, two Quality programs playing a midweek game.
2: It assures that the, there is a game Purdue-IU, even if you end up in the, the th- every third year where you don't play each other for a conference weekend, which is out of our hands. Just right. the rotating conference schedule. And I think fans want to see that.
1: There's no doubt. I mean, uh, I can remember two years ago when it was. I mean, it was electric here that yeah. night. And you know, you just can't. You know, what an awesome crowd. It's just again, you just can't. You can't uh, put a price tag on that. And and uh, hopefully we can continue to do that as as we build. You know program.
0: What are some of the best rivalries you've been involved in? Oh, boy.
1: <laughs> uh, you know, going back to the, you know, even the Division II days, the, the, the Delta States and the uh, West Alabamas mm-hmm. and all those guys uh, back in the day. And, uh, you know, when we got to Campbell over there, we had some, you know, huge rivals over there mm-hmm. we, with High Point point some other teams like that. And Louisiana Tech, you know, we had a big big deal with Rice in the Conference USA. Yeah. They were kind of the big boys in the conference. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I've been fortunate to have some really good rivals, and, and uh, this, this is definitely at the top.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, no doubt.
2: It, is, it, is it good to have such a well-defined rival, IU-Purdue, that you're not wondering, you know, uh, do we have to get up for this our rivalry? Like, you know, you're kind of making more out of it. The state takes care of itself. The, self, yeah, the
1: state takes care of itself. Every football game you hear, you know, how much we hate IU. <laughs> so, um, you know, I think it's just part of, of, of a great tradition, and I'm just so thankful to be a part of it and, and – You know, we want to go down and represent Purdue the best we can tomorrow.
0: Certainly, you've got this game against Indiana on Wednesday, then
1: the weekend series at Western Kentucky. Uh, What can you tell me about that, group? Well, Western's off to a good start. You know, Coach Pulaski is is a guy I've known for a long time, and, um, you know, he's a guy that's really built this Western Kentucky team that, you know, you really can see some really good – we'll see some good arms again this weekend. Uh, but offensively they've been really good they've been scoring a bunch of bunch of runs Kyle and so you know it it'll, it'll be a it's a great facility it's all turf field it's a nice stadium it's a really good setting so it should be a really really competitive weekend for us
2: After we filmed the show last week we woke up to some sad news on Wednesday morning that uh, Dave Alexander had passed away the yeah. head coach of the Boilermakers from 78 to 91 you know to see a guy lead a program through an entire decade and a very successful decade like that of the 1980s I mean his legacy here Every day we look up at the stadium and we see it, you know, That's with right. the name on with the name on the stadium like that. I guess I was just curious what you knew about Dave and what you what you thought he meant to us.
1: Well, you know, he means everything to our program. I was fortunate enough to to be with, with Coach Alexander when I first got here, and he came out to one of our alumni functions and had a chance to spend a little time with him there, and just you know, as I uh, came here, just learned his legacy of what he built here. To be honest with you, um, I mean, just a tremendous coach and. Just to hear the stories from his former players, man, that that to me is just so exciting, and, and just to hear those stories and hear those guys remember uh, about Coach Alexander and what he meant, and just not about baseball, but about life. You know, he he changed their lives, and uh, pretty good deal. It is, it
2: is. He certainly is missed, and. Uh you know it, it's great to have a, a, a patriarch in the family or in the in the program like that that we could look up to for as long as he did you know continue his career in baseball with the Mariners and stuff after he uh, stepped away as the head coach of the Boilermakers so uh, very very uh, great impact on the program and I guess following up on that uh, great to see the field get honored you know that bears his family's name yeah. fields of excellence well-deserved
1: the, the turf crew does a great job out there they do they really do and, and uh, we, we plan on doing some other things for coach Alexander as well um, in the future. So hopefully we'll continue to, to honor him and, and remember him for the man who he really was. Okay, so we close out our segment
2: with Know Your Boilermakers. Um, so we're on to week four. We got to do um, better this week. <laughs> yeah,
0: we do. We do. We, week we four do. of Know Your we Boilermakers,
2: do. and so the score is tied one and a half to one and a half. Oh, boy. Kyle was the winner last week, getting Evan Albrecht.
0: It uh, took a little bit of work for me to get that, <laughs> admittedly.
2: So the reminder of who we've had so far, uh, Milo Beam, Dalton Parker, Tyler Powers, Ben Nissel, Evan Albrecht, Kyle Wade have been the six Boilermakers featured on the quiz so far this uh, oh season. It won't be Jet Jackson today because he is the player guest, okay. so you can <laughs> throw him out. Okay, uh, But here we go. Greg goes first this week. So Greg, this is your Boilermaker. He is an Organizational Leadership Major. He won 10 games as a high school senior thanks to a 0.1, 0.81 ERA, winning Area and Conference Pitcher of the Year. Notable here at Purdue, he started two of our TV games last season. And he told us he traditionally roots against the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Oh, boy. He roots against the
2: Steelers? He roots against the Steelers. That's his pro rival, he told us. So I'll give you some time to think about that one. (laughs) Okay. Kyle, here is your Boilermaker. Okay. He's a financial counseling and planning major. His biographical note, first team all-conference in football, basketball, and baseball as a high school senior. So he's a well-rounded athlete. Notable here, Purdue. As a freshman, he made 15 of his 18 appearances away from Alexander Field. And fun fact his dad shares the same first name as a Chicago Bears running back legend.
0: Okay, let me, let me just run through. here. in. Okay. See. Do oh, we need
2: lifelines, or do you think we got uh, good guesses or correct answers oh, this boy. week? Know your Boilermakers, week four. Know your Boilermakers. <laughs>
1: Uh, I go Greg first. I go first. <laughs> oh boy. Um, would you like any of those repeated? I'm just, yeah, say it. Yeah, say mine again. Organizational
2: leadership. Okay. Won 10 games with a 0.81 ERA as the conference and area pitcher of the year. Started two of our TV games last season and traditionally roots against the Pittsburgh Steelers. Trent Johnson. Good guess, but that is incorrect. Oh, oh boy. Man. Kyle.
0: Oh, <sighs> uh, wow. Um, I was, too, I was too busy thinking about my own. Am I answering my own now? Yes, we're not doing steals
2: because I'm gearing these kind of toward who I'm asking them to. In that I'm trying to Man.
0: not. Okay, give me mine. Run, run, run me down one more time. Financial
2: counseling and planning. First team all-conference, football, basketball, and baseball as a high school senior. As a freshman, made 15 of his 18 appearances away from Alexander. And his dad shares the same first name as a legendary running back for the Chicago Bears. <laughs>
0: Do you know this one?
1: <laughs> yeah, I think yeah. so. I, think so.
0: I, I feel like I should know based oh. on a couple of them, based on the second uh, being away from home. Um, I, I, I'm having trouble with – I'm getting hung up on the Bears. I'm yeah. going to go with Bo Hofstra. Good guess for that. It's
1: incorrect.
0: Oh. You had mine.
1: Right? I said his, right? Correct. Yes. I said yours.
0: Who, who, did, who did you answer? Yours was Trent Johnson. <laughs> there you go.
1: Who well, was his? Well, he just, he just said it. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Who was mine?
0: Well, should oh, we? You got a, you got a lot lifeline. Lifeline it.
2: Yeah. So I guess Kyle has been eliminated from winning the week <laughs> since you. Thanks a That's lot. Fine. That's Which is fine. That's fine. Neither one of you got it without right. lifelines. So, okay. Lifelines for, uh, for yours, Greg. Position group, you're in school, or no more fun facts? Any of those are going to help you more than others, you think?
1: Come on, Kyle. Help me out here. <laughs> I don't, I don't um. know. We know the position group. We know the position. Yeah, I got the position. Okay. It's a pitcher. Yes. Do
2: you want to know RHP Athlete. or LHP? Huh? Do you want to know right or left-handed? <laughs> right hand? or left-handed. Would you like to know that? Would that help? Yeah,
1: that help. Right-handed. <laughs> Right-handed.
0: Um, Run through them one more time. I can figure this one out. <laughs> yeah.
2: Organizational leadership. Won 10 games with a 0.81 ERA conference pitcher of the year. Uh, notable here at Purdue. Started two of our TV games last season and traditionally roots against the Pittsburgh Steelers.
0: Andrew. Oh Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. It's got to be right here. Incorrect. Right? I don't know. Corey Brooks. Correct. There Correct! We okay, Chrome. we got each other. So, uh, since neither <laughs> one of you
2: answered your own question this week, I think we're going to call this a zero. Zero. <laughs> we just no said we've got to
1: get better than last week. Yeah. We're getting worse. Okay, yeah, so worse.
2: what was the giveaway on Kyle's this week? I you? knew
1: Trent's dad's okay. name. Is Gale. Yep. And which? Gale's there. Sayers. Yeah. And that's what did it.
2: Okay. And for you, Kyle, how did you identify that it was Cord Brooks?
0: Well, Columbus. Uh, and then I know he made two starts, and I I'd remembered that at least one of them was on TV. Uh, but Columbus being, you know, anti-Pittsburgh Steelers. Correct.
1: Yeah. That's, yeah. True. Yeah. that's true. That's true.
0: So you job. just got
2: to think about all four pieces of information Man. and put them together like a <laughs> puzzle, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> or I'm making this way hey, too difficult. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah. Or we're just not yeah. very good. Yeah, we're not very good at the one.
1: That's awesome. <laughs>
2: okay, well, well done, I, I suppose. Both of you got <laughs> yeah. an answer right. just wasn't your answer. There you
1: go. <laughs> there you
0: That's go. great. All right, uh, Greg, best of luck this weekend. Uh, excited to see you, especially against Indiana on Wednesday and then getting back on it against Western Kentucky. And glad to have you on your show, as always. Thank you so much. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back with Jet Jackson, the uh, freshman pitcher for the Boilermakers. We'll do that coming up next on This Week in Purdue Baseball. Welcome back to this week in purdue baseball kyle charters with ben turner and right-handed pitcher freshman jet jackson with us here on the program a, a good start you had on on sunday Do you feel pretty comfortable
3: out there for the third time as a boilermaker yes sir i did it was real nice and easy i like the environment inside there yeah. getting kind of comfortable in the mound how
0: much better do you feel uh now <laughs> being out there and and playing in those kind of environments than you did that first weekend down against Hofstra?
3: uh Nerves kind of got me first weekend. Yeah. It was first college outing. So, I mean, after that, it was kind of like, hey, get back to your roots. You know what you're doing, so do what you're best at.
2: The numbers kind of reflect that, too. Uh, first outing, three walks, no strikeouts. Since then, ten strikeouts, three walks. So that's certainly trending in the right direction. Was there elements about the way you attack hitters that you kind of changed?
3: Uh, not too bad. It was just kind of relaxing on the mound, being comfortable where I'm at. That's about the main thing.
2: Got a chance to throw to a very veteran catcher in Bryce Bonner. You you paired up with Fasho the first two weeks. How did you feel like you and Bryce worked well together?
3: I thought we worked very well together. Uh, I love Bebo. He's a good guy, and he's a good catcher.
2: Are there certain things that you look for in what a catcher does that you, you like or dislike?
3: Uh, Not typically. As long as they can receive low pitches for a strike, then uh, <laughs> that's good with me. That's where you like to go with it, huh? Yes, sir.
0: Uh, just, you know, you, you come out on a Sunday after the, your team drops the first couple of games. What do you feel like, you know, your role is in that instance to go out there and, you know, try to eat up as many innings and, and give your team an opportunity?
3: Um, mainly just try to do what I can do best. Our offense will come around. It, yeah. I mean, I know our offense is good. The first couple weekends really proved that. Um, but after the first two losses, I was like, hey, it's okay. You got another day. We still can go one or two this weekend. So, yeah, it was
0: it was nice. You um, you went longer this last week than you had your first couple of outings. It seemed like, you know, before you came out in the seventh, it seemed like that sixth inning you were pretty strong. Did you feel like you even got a little bit better there in the, the fifth and sixth innings?
3: Yes, sir, a little bit. Coach Mark's kind of hyped me up a little bit and dug out before <laughs> I went out for the sixth, and I felt real good. And then seventh kind of lost it just a little bit, but yeah. other than that, I felt really good in the fifth and sixth. All right.
2: A question we like to ask uh, pitchers uh, among your teammates, who's kind of some tough matchups for you?
3: Uh
0: f- Probably just say f- nobody, just be real confident.
3: Um is <laughs> Schuyler, a real tough like tough out to get. He's a real good hitter both sides of the plate, but um toughest out I would probably have to say uh, <laughs>
2: Skyler's tough because you never get to face him as a right-handed yeah, hitter. True. And that's, we I said the same thing to team. Bomb last week, is that because he can switch hit like that, he always has the advantage, which is yeah. great for our team, yeah. but maybe tough in <laughs> fall ball.
3: Yeah, <laughs> you're correct. I would say my, probably my toughest out is probably Jake Parr. I mean, he's a good hitter, hmm. but he – like I, for some reason I'm, I have trouble getting him out.
2: He is your friend and roommate. You guys kind of go back a long ways, right? Uh, even though he's from Alabama, you guys were kind of in the same travel program. Maybe not the exact same team though. How did that work?
3: Uh, he was on a different team than me, but we were in the same travel organization. We knew each other. We like we knew of each other, but other than that, we were like we talked from far before before he came up, and then we decided we were going to be roommates. So. We became good friends
0: is there anybody you try to emulate uh, major league pitchers or anything like that that, that, that you, do you watch in particular and, and feel like you sort of model your approach after
3: uh, not really mm-hmm. um, I'd probably say I'm more just kind of doing my own thing mm-hmm. I don't look like I look up to good people yeah but I don't really try to like my delivery is just kind of my own right it's just it's just me yeah
2: you're from Burns Tennessee looks like it's west of Nashville on the i-40 corridor there Tell us a little bit about burns Tennessee.
3: Uh, Burns is a small town in Dixon, Tennessee. Um, it's about it's in the very south part of Dixon. It's right next to I forty. Um, there's a whole bunch of ponds, trees, <laughs> back roads. It's it's literally the definition of a small town country. It's one one thing there's not a lot of is snow.
0: We heard your conversation on the bus uh, over the weekend up in yeah. Minneapolis. You were. I don't think you were amazed necessarily by the snow itself, because you've seen a little bit of snow around here. Correct. But just the fact that the snow, I think, up there in the Twin Cities had probably been on the ground since sometime in, in December. And it'd probably stick around there until April. Yeah, was, uh, You hadn't really seen that before.
3: I have not. I've, I'm t- <laughs> like, I've never seen snow built up on the side of a road like that in my entire life. It was absolutely crazy. It was like three-foot tall, and I was like, <laughs> what is this? That's just mild even for up there. Yeah, that was crazy. It was cold, too, up there.
2: <laughs> now, your head coach, Greg Goff, is also a Tennessee native uh, from Jackson, right down the road from your hometown on the I-40 corridor there. Uh, we've had some of your teammates talk about that southern twang and his southern at, um, you know, personality. I, I imagine that's a welcome thing for you, that you will enjoy that about him.
3: Oh, yeah. Um, he's definitely always, like, he'll he'll give me a hard time every now and then about being from Tennessee. But, I mean, it's... <laughs> Kind of things we do it's just a southern type of thing
0: so it, this weekend you've got uh western kentucky what do you guys need to do to to get rolling
3: again uh, i think we need to come out strong with our starting pitching again like we did last weekend yeah. uh, a little bit we need to improve a little bit on our relief pitching and closing it out um our hitting just more timely hits right. we had some hits in our three games this weekend but they were all kind of like scattered out mm-hmm. but if we get more timely hits, more two-out hits, then we'll win games. And probably
2: a big weekend for you personally, uh, Bowling Green and your hometown not that far apart, so probably a good chance for a lot of friends and family to see you pitch, assuming you start Sunday again?
3: Yes, sir. Uh, a lot of my family and a lot of my town's coming up, because I got a buddy that plays at Western Kentucky also, Okay. Hmm. so it, it's the entire Dixon County is going to be there. Nice. <laughs> have you
2: uh, ever played at Western Kentucky's field before?
3: No, sir, I have not. I've just seen pictures. So your whole your high school
0: teammates, former teammates coming up, coach, those kind of things?
3: Uh, my high school coach is coming up. Pretty much all of my family is coming up. A yeah. bunch of my high school buddies are coming up. So it's, it's going to be, be pretty, fun. pretty cool. Yeah.
2: One of the pieces of info you gave us in your bio that I thought was interesting was you said as a freshman or sophomore, your high school team didn't have a particularly good record, maybe ten, fifteen games under five hundred. But as a senior, you guys were over five hundred or something like that. Yes, sir. That has to be kind of a proud moment. That you know, even though you didn't win a conference title, that improvement during your career.
3: Yes, sir. Uh, my freshman year, we ended up winning seven games out of the entire year, and then by my senior year, we ended up winning twenty. So it was. There was definitely a proud moment to be on that team to improve throughout those four years, and uh, it was. It was fun, I enjoyed it, and my coach was real real good and everything.
2: And how did, uh, how did Purdue come on your radar?
3: Um, I was playing a tournament at Grand Park up here, mm. and they saw me throw against top tier, I believe. It's a travel organization out of Chicago. Um, and I talked to Waz after the game. He texted me, he said, hey, we want you to come on a visit. So I went on my visit that day right after I pitched, and they offered me there.
2: Wow, so it happened pretty fast then. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, it's good no, to have you it. here, Jet. You're off to a good start, and we look forward to seeing you on the mound again uh, this weekend in Bowling Green. All right, so we close out uh, the player segment with uh, our Pick 3 Getting Personal segment. So we're going to have you pick a number, start with between 1 and 9.
3: 1 and 9. 4.
2: 4. Family member or person who has had the biggest impact on your athletic career?
3: Um, I would say probably my brother. Um, he played high school baseball, and I really looked up to him, and as he kept playing, he eventually stopped playing in high school. He wanted to play for a long time, and then he got injured, and then he realized that he was a little too small to play at, uh, at the next level, so he kind of, like, like hit, a, hit a wall, so I was like, I'm going to do more. I'm going to go further than that. What's yeah. your brother's first name? Austin.
2: And how many years between you guys? Seven. Okay. Wow. Wow. So quite the older brother there. Yes, sir. Gotcha. A good answer there. All right, so next one, pick a number between 10 and 18. 17. 17. Favorite costume from the Halloween bash at Alexander?
3: Um, I would probably say the panda. It was... It was, a, it was a funny one. Oh, and Wallbaum <laughs> yeah. as the panda? Yes, sir. Yeah,
2: trying to see him run in that thing. Was... <laughs> it,
3: was, it was very funny. What did you go as? Uh, I was Woody from Toy Story. Woody from oh, Toy okay. Story, yeah. nice. All right, last <laughs> one.
2: Uh, pick a number between 19 and 26. 23.
3: 23.
2: Besides Alexander and your apartment or dorm room, as the case would be, uh, favorite place to study or get work done on campus?
3: Uh, Breeze Academic Center. It's... Nice, calm, and quiet in there. It's nothing but athletes, and it's it's a good environment. It's nice and clean in there, but it's I love it in there. Yeah,
2: It's a good resource for uh, not only baseball players, but all Purdue student-athletes. Okay, so we close it out with uh, who said it. So we're going to go ahead and rattle off some of those same answers that your (laughs) teammate gave us, and we'll see how many of these it takes for you to guess this teammate. So, so far, we have used uh, Bryce Bonner. Uh, Let's see. Justin Fugate, and I'm drawing a blank on who our first one was, but uh, those two are definitely not the answer this week. Okay. So here we go. We'll see how many this takes. Favorite pro team, the Chicago Cubs. That doesn't narrow it down a whole lot. Uh, said he traditionally roots against the New York Yankees. Said the toughest hitter for him to face is also Skylar Hunter. He would like to have dinner with Bill Murray. In his favorite mm. playlist, George Strait. What would love to see her play Purdue Shania Twain.
0: Hmm. Wow.
2: Yeah. So we're all over the place here. <laughs> Favorite sci-fi film series was Star Wars. Favorite video game, NCAA football 2014. Favorite food, chicken wings. Got any guesses? yet? <laughs> oh,
3: man. You said Chicago Cubs. I was thinking Milo Bean, but now you're talking about a pitcher. Milo was the first one. No, I think Milo no, was. No, you're not. No, yeah, you're, yeah, he was a you're right. I'll give you a
2: hint. It is a pitcher. Okay. Uh, favorite big city, somewhere close to your heart, I imagine Nashville.
3: Trit. good
2: guess, but that is not correct. Uh, here's one that might give it away: unique tro- travel locale, so somewhere he's been, Kenya.
3: Hmm. <laughs> Andrew Bum.
2: And that is not correct either. <laughs> Said he has a cat named Lafonda.
0: Oh, I read this when I was, I was, <laughs> I was looking through, that jumped out to me. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. Uh,
2: said he has played at Vanderbilt's uh, Hawkins Field. Said he can't stop watching the show Friends.
0: It's got to be somebody from... Favorite
2: athlete, Drew Brees. Like you, he also enjoys fishing.
0: I feel like you share some similarities. <laughs> yes, that was part of the reason I picked this <laughs> whoever this is. I know who it is. I think. No, it's a pitcher, though, right? Yes. I don't know what it is. Would there. it help you if said I... said t- fishing. I
3: still think it's Trent. <laughs> and it's not Trent. Trent uh, may have
2: said that, too, but...
0: Uh, hmm.
2: Fish. Said he, okay. his favorite dessert is cookies. He also likes basketball. I uh, think I might know. He'd like I to go to New like Zealand. Me. It's not you, though. It would be weird <laughs> if I gave you your own answers.
3: Here. Um. Here. Maybe? No? Is it CT?
2: No, it is not. Oh, Connor Thomas. Man. He is left-handed.
3: He's <laughs> left-handed. Oh, Matt Moore. Incorrect. Oh. Uh. Oh, Jackson Smeltz. Correct. Yeah. Jackson Smeltz.
2: So it took a little bit that more one than makes I expected. Sense. I yeah. thought the Kenya one might give it away because I don't know that anybody else on the team has been to Kenya. Now that said, you may not have known that based I on that. he went this summer and you joined the team, you know, in in July, August after he got back. So.
3: I did not know that,
2: but you did. Plus, uh, it was weird that uh, when you guys both started that doubleheader against Hofstra, we had Jet Jackson starting game one and Jackson Smeltz starting game two. So the name game <laughs> yeah. was in full effect. So. I feel
0: like every week when we play these things, it, it turns into more of how well do you not know your teammates? <laughs> 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 Unfortunately, uh, random our, pieces of info. Yeah, <laughs> some random stuff, no doubt. Jet, uh, appreciate uh, you coming on. Best of luck uh, this weekend. Hopefully, you guys will get back on it again. Thank you. Freshman pitcher Jet Jackson with us uh, on the program. We'll be back again next week. Talk a little bit more Boilermaker baseball for Ben Turner. I'm Kyle Charters. Until next week, this is this week in Purdue baseball.